Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 151 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about her new haircut, her sassy fun new haircut. We're going to talk about Melanie's plans for her bathroom cabinets she's finally going to paint. And we're also going to talk about a few beauty products that we have tried lately and that we think we really like. It's going to be so fun. Before we get to all of that, though, I want to remind you that if you like to listen to our shenanigans and our sometimes silliness here, we would love for you to also join us over at Patreon. Patreon is a place where we are doing a couple of bonus episodes every month for our subscribers, and it has been the most fun. We've had such a good time. We're actually about to do our bonus content for the month of September. It's going to have a college football preview in there. We're going to talk about teams and traditions and dips and etc. So we would love for y'all to join us. You just go to patreon.com slash big boo and you can learn all about it. Alrighty, as always, we are so glad that y'all are here with us and we hope you enjoy episode 151. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. We have we have so much to discuss, but I feel like first things first, we need to dig into the fact that you had a significant haircut last week. I did. I'd had a significant, really one of the greater or more significant haircuts of my adult life. I mean, I, I don't want to overstate it, but you even said the most significant hair change I've had in the, what, 10 plus years we've known each other? 100% the most significant change since we've known each other. But you were a ninja about it because you did not even mention beforehand that you were that you even had a thought of a drastic change. I'm always the one who's like, I'm going to get my hair cut so short. Like, I, I'm going to get it cut all off. Like, I just always... <laughs> If it touches the back of my neck, I want it off. And and you did not even hint that there was change in store. So well, I'm going to tell you what happened. Okay. okay. I, I didn't, I don't think I really knew. And I think that the thing was, is I knew that if I was going to do it, I couldn't overthink it. And so I had kind of, I'd gone to my, my hairdresser who I've gone to for years and I love her and I trust her. And I had gone like, I think the very beginning of June. And at that point I said, I've really been thinking about going shorter, like shoulder lengthish whatever. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, I don't know. And so I was like, yeah, maybe not just take a couple of inches off today. And so we just did my normal thing. Well, then 
this all is going somewhere, I promise. Then July, I had to cancel my hair appointment with her. I can't remember why, because I was going to be out of town. So I couldn't get back in until I went last week. And so I think that by the time I got there last week, number one, it was 174 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Um, my my hair had been up in a bun all summer long. Mm-hmm. And it was it was dreadfully gray at the roots, like all the front. So what I'm saying is I went in looking like grandmother Walton, you know what I mean? Like it was, I had a gray bun is what was happening. And so I went in, she took it down and I said, and she goes, what are we going to do today? And I said, well, I go, obviously we got to, we need to do my base. And I said, we probably need to tone down some of my highlights and add in some whatever. And then I said, I've really been thinking about cutting it short. She goes, okay, let's go ahead and do it. And she like got her scissors before I could even, and just, cause I sent you a picture. Like, yeah, she, did. she just, yeah. like just chopped it. Like she was just like, okay, let's do it. And just went like, right. I mean, she goes, well, that was about six or seven inches. And so she did it so fast that I didn't have time to sit and go, "Mm, eh, I don't know. And really, that was for the best. I'm so glad she did. Because it had I sat there, um, because even after she did that initial chop, when I texted you that picture and said, so this just happened, I was sitting there second guessing, like, should I have done this? Was this the right thing to do? But here, I mean, why why was I thinking about it? Because it was too late. It was done. Um, so you sent me a picture. I was actually in my office at school and I was with my friend Heather and we were in the middle of a conversation about something <laughs> and I pulled my phone up and just, and just in with, with no preface at all, I went, Oh my word, Melanie got her hair cut. Oh my <laughs> word. And so I immediately am texting you back my very strong reactions, which was, I immediately loved it so much. And I was, I was so excited because I was like, you have a lob. I've always wanted to have a lob. You have a lob. I, I was beside myself. I can't ever let mine grow out long enough to be a long bob, you know, but, but you got a lob. Yes. You got a lob. I did. I did. And it was so unexpected. And it was funny because so what I went in and showed her, so my inspiration, I had two inspiration pictures. One was Sam Ponder recently cut her hair. Did I tell you and, that I thought your hair looked like Sam Ponder's? I even, no, you okay, didn't. Okay. Well, when I got home that day and you sent me the final picture, I thought it really, I think it's Sam Ponder's hair that it looks like. So I Googled Sam Ponder and I couldn't find a yes. picture of the recent cut. And I was like, well, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Maybe it's not Sam Ponder. No, it is Sam Ponder because I had seen hers on Instagram stories and I was like, I really like it, but I couldn't find it because it's a new haircut. So there weren't any internet pictures. So I played one of her Instagram stories of her on NFL Today and screenshotted it. I appreciate that. I really do. Thank you. And so when I... And so I showed her that and I said, this is what I'm thinking about doing. And she said, that's short. And I said, she goes like, that's to here. And I said, yeah. And she goes, okay, let's do it. She said, no point in coloring all this hair if we're not keeping it. And she just, before she even did anything. So that happened. And then there was a fashion blogger named Lauren Sims. And I liked her overall color because it's dark, like her base is darker and my base needs to stay darker, but she does have some blonde highlighty pieces Mm -hmm. mixed in. Mm -hmm. And so I I showed two pictures. I was like, these are my, this is kind of what I want. And so that's what she did. I mean, she, and I, I will say, I really like it. Like it, 
the next morning I woke up and I was kind of, it, it still shocks me because it's sure. so short compared to what it was. Um, and I'm still figuring out like this weekend we were at soccer and it's, I, it can go up in a ponytail, but it's just so different than what I had that mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. I'm still figuring out my option, but I do feel like it's a length where it's easier. Like it's going to take me no time to blow it dry compared to what it used to. Oh, I cannot even and I curled imagine. It th- no, and I curled it this morning and I was like, well, that was the shortest process ever, like to curl it. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't take near the time that it used to. So I like it. It's a good change. Um, I don't know. It just felt like it was time to do something different. I don't know that I'll leave it this short, but I might. I don't know. I like it. Well, you know, our versions of short are very different. Because yes. Well, because yours is always yeah. short. I mean, I've I, again, I've had a bob since I was four, but I did. Yeah. I did let my hair grow out a little bit when I was in ninth grade, but I, even then, it was not as long as yours is now. Like it, you know, it, you know what I mean? Like, ooh, it, yeah. It 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 goes to the bottom of my neck. Like it just, it, mine was. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, I've just always been a short hair person, and so. I actually got mine cut pretty significantly the last time I got it cut, but nobody even knows this with me because it's just always some version of a, a long layered bob. And so, um, but for you, I feel like as long as I've known you, there's one time, maybe right at the beginning when I, yes, when you got it cut and I remember Perry did not like your hair short or he didn't like it as no. much short or something. And it's been long ever since. It has, but that's what happens when you've been married for 22 years. You're like, it's hot. My hair is hot. I'm gray and I'm cutting it off. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's still like, and I think too, the styles are different because now I would not want it to just be short and straight. I don't feel like, which is what our option used to be, you know, right. but now that I feel like we know about the curling wand and how to do those little half beach wavy curls, it's like a different it's different. Like it's different short hair than I've ever had, if that makes sense. No, I um, get it. I get it. It's, it's um like it used to be and where your options were either for it to be stick straight or you had to have a quote unquote style. Like you had to, yes. you know, like you didn't wear your hair differently every day. And so I get it. Yeah. It's everything's yeah. more versatile now. Yeah. So it's just a different, and I feel like there's different people now, like, because that is what social media has done for us, where you can see like all the different ways that people do hair like that. And I kept gravitating towards every time I would see somebody's hair who I really like lately, I was like, it was this length ish. It was in this range. Um, and so then I just had to tell myself it's just hair. It, it can always grow back mm-hmm. too. I love it. I think it's great so, looking. Um, thank you. Well, I'm happy with it. I like it. It feels good. And so it's a, it was a good change and it was getting to the point, especially, and I know once the weather cools off, it'll be different, but where it was like, all I do is wear it pulled back constantly mm-hmm. anyway, because I can't stand having it down. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, we were at so, the, we had a jamboree this past Friday night um, between our school and another school and it, it had rained in the afternoon. So it had cooled off, but even just sitting out in the bleachers, I was, I was, mm-hmm. I just kept saying, Lord, bring a breeze. Lord, could we have a breeze? Lord, yes. Lord, a breeze. I mean, and every time that wind would come through, I would be like, thank you, Lord. It, I'm so tired of it. I have reached my limit uh-huh. with the heat. <clears throat> I am, I'm angry at it. I'm tired of the kinds of clothes that this time of year dictates. I just, I've, I've, I've had enough. I'm done. Yeah. 
I agree. I agree. And the worst part is, is you're like me, where you're like, we have at least another month to go. Oh, we've really got two if we're on. I mean, we've really got two. Uh, it may, we'll get a cool off patch somewhere like September, early October, but I won't trust the weather really until January as far as being consistently cold. It just, you know. Yeah. So that's true. Anyway, true. we sat out. I was in College Station for soccer this past weekend, and we really lucked out because we had a Saturday evening game, which had there was cloud cover and it was at 630. So it wasn't terrible. There was a Sunday morning game at 8 a.m. So that wasn't terrible. But there was one yesterday at three o'clock uh, on a turf field. Uh-uh where you couldn't bring folding chairs. And so you had, they wanted you to sit in their metal bleachers. Mm -mm. And I got up there with my stadium seat and my black umbrella. And I I sat down. And as soon as I sat down, I felt, and it was like that, that black umbrella was reflected in the metal bleachers and the whole thing. And I thought I've just made myself a rotisserie chicken. (laughs) Like that's what I am. I'm in here. Like I'm just. When you said it, I pictured back in the 70s when people would try to get like really good like suntans and they would put them the, you know, that thing that looks like a windshield protector up around their faces Mm -hmm. so the light would bounce off the back and forth. That's exactly what you were. You did. You made yourself a rotisserie chicken. You absolutely did. Yeah. It was so hot that I, I, if my phone hadn't have overheated I would have texted you and said this is hotter than the Amazon like oh. you know which is our bar for how hot something really is it was so humid and so hot and I couldn't believe that they had the girls running around playing soccer and that it was just it was it was terrible and so finally I realized I was like you know what I'm going to get down off these bleachers and I found a spot in the shade down at the end of the field where you couldn't see the game as clear but I didn't care no because I mean it's 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 not worth it at some point you know it's just ridiculous that you uh the turf fields are so hot they're 10 degrees hotter than anything that's happening on on anywhere else around you it's crazy how hot they get it is it is so what did y'all do this weekend oh well we did the jamboree friday night that was fun you just 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 to see high school football again that was that was a good time yes and then Saturday, I worked on edits for the new book. And That's exciting. I, I know. I, I, I'm, I really, I'm just about finished. I mean, I really, I almost texted you at one point. The only thing I haven't settled on is um, the, the very last couple of sentences. So anyway, I, I'm cha- I've changed the ending a little bit. But anyway, so I worked on edits. And then David and Alex had to run some errands. And then I met, um, no, we went to lunch and then David and I went to school because in redoing my office, one of the things that I ordered for the office was a, a big set of cubes to go behind my desk, like bookshelves kind of. So, you know, you you know, those things that you see that like come from Ikea and you can put the, Uh the organizers in them or not, you can make them bookshelves. You can do all kinds, you know, there's all kinds of Pinteresty things you can do with those cube organizers. So I got a 25 cube organizer and because I felt like I needed, you know, I always have like things to, to help adjust dress code issues. And, and, you know, I always have candy and I just felt like I, I, I have, um, and I always have like bobby pins and safety pins and that kind of stuff. And so I needed some places to, to put those things in organizers and get them out of my desk. 
And yes. then I have an old bookcase and I wanted to move all the books off of that and into the new thing. And so I thought I, I, I would rather have a 25 cube thing, which is pretty significant in size, than get something small and then everything be all junked up the second that I fill it up. So David yeah. and I went to school, there was a gigantic volleyball tournament going on at school. So it was just, it was packed with people, hardly anywhere to park. And I'm going to tell you that at first it seemed to be going okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the, just opening the boxes, that part was fine. Um, it had come, it was so uh-huh. big that it came in two shipments or two boxes. And, um, and okay. I tend to, in those situations, here's what I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be your helper. I'm not going to take uh-huh. the initiative on anything like that. I'm not going to wrestle through instructions. I'm not going to sort pieces. I just need you to tell me what to do because I'm immediately overwhelmed as soon as I see a bunch of pieces and parts. So it said yeah. online that it had all the tools necessary inside the boxes, but that was in fact a lie. Um, and so, <laughs> so after David got everything out of the boxes, we had to run to Lowe's to get, because we didn't want to come home and stir up Hazel uh-huh. and all that kind of stuff. So we just went to Lowe's and got for my office, a screw, a couple of screwdrivers and a hammer. We went back to school and I, I just, I don't, David is really organized and and thoughtful about how to assemble things, but this was one of those deals where it, it was it was you know you would you couldn't put the side supports on because you still had to put the shelves in. So at yes. one point you had two middle supports, but shelves that needed to go in. And suffice it to say that that the the middle kind of third of everything was assembled. And David said, here, hold this. And I did, but I didn't understand where he meant to hold it. And a significant portion <laughs> of the whole thing collapsed. Like I had just lost it, Jenga. <laughs> so I got, I knew I had failed. I mean, I knew yes. you know, I had not. And so uh-huh. in typical uh-huh. fashion, nervous laughter <laughs> took over with me because it's yes. not just that the shelves collapse it's that dowel rods split off and things that cover the screws you know clink when they hit the ground there's a lot of noise there's a lot uh-huh. of noise uh-huh. and um and david said i'm not sure why you're laughing and which and then i then i'm like a kid in church i can't stop i'm like i can't yes. stop it but it's not funny yeah. but i can't stop laughing mm-hmm. and so i know uh-huh. And so I finally, well, I finally said, you know what? I'm going to text um, Steph and Joey, our friends. I don't see if they're around. Maybe they could swing by and help. Because I thought, <laughs> here's the thing. If we don't get some backup in this situation, and look, there's a whole spiritual applica- application of this thing. The gospel is all over um, my 25 keep yes. organizer. Because if we don't get some backup in this situation, um we, we, we might get divorced. Like this may be, yeah. this may mm-hmm. be the, the final thing um, that just pushes us to a point of no return. I mean, it's, we're for sure yeah. going to have to go to counseling, but, yes. but if we can just, <laughs> we can just yes. stay married. We're going to have to have some other people come and offer some covering. So mm-hmm. Steph and Joey weren't too far away. Um, there was, as we started to try to piece it back together, there was the realization that some of the dowels had gotten pushed all the way in. 
we were, you know, it was, it was, we were kind of dealing with a mess. And, and David essentially said, if I wanted to just take it and cram it all back in a box and return it, that would be fine with him. Um, but anyway, Steph and Joey got there and really within 20 minutes, they, it was finished. It was done. It just took, yeah. it really, it, it, it took, Joey, another tall person to to kind of see the top of things and and get it on there. Um and anyway, we got it, we got it finished. But it took all afternoon. It's is oh, I can't the even point imagine. of my story. It took forever. It took forever. So we all went and ate pizza after and we when we got home, it was it was really nine o'clock. We had been gone for hours. Uh-huh. Oh, we had been uh-huh. gone for hours. So but my 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 cubes looked fantastic. Really, so really good. proud of them, and they they represent some perseverance to me. Um, yeah, you know, it was just one of those. Yeah. It was just one of those things. There was even a point where, as David and I were working, and the thing had fallen, and then I couldn't stop laughing, and he didn't think it was funny. <laughs> and then I was trying to put the shells back in. Our volleyball coach walked in just to see what was going on because he saw the light on in my office, and he walked uh-huh. in. He said, "Hey, how's it going?" I said, "It's not going great. It's not going great." <laughs> And uh, <laughs> he said, "You know what? I'm just going to leave because yeah. I'm married, and I I recognize how these how these things go." I said, "That's uh-huh. great. I'll see you later. Bye bye." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like we're one step away from being a column in Ladies Home Journal <laughs> saying, "Can this marriage be saved?" Yep, that's exactly what appeared where to we be are. an easy weekend project quickly turned into mm-hmm. yes, Some, yes. Somebody Short- took out a lease on their own apartment. That's right. Shortly after their 22nd year of marriage, <laughs> Sophie and David so- attempt, uh, attempted to assemble a cube organizer. Oh, it was just. <laughs> Alex's story becomes, my family used to be intact until the day mom needed organization in her office. <laughs> there you have it. Oh, good night. <sighs> yep. Yep. I know. Well, I am planning on that same note um perry has to be out of town for a couple of days um coming up and so i went today and i bought myself paint because i'm going to paint our bathroom cabinets while he's gone okay all right you're really you're really Uh gonna do it i really am i went today i bought the paint i bought the paint brushes i'm committed i'm going to do it because it's been i mean we've had them for two years now so i'm i'm not committing i'm i'm gonna see how that goes and then i will make the decision as to whether or not i want to paint the entire bedroom and bathroom. I, I can't make any guarantees. Part of me thinks I'm just going to wait until a dark taupe color comes back in style, you know, like just, it, it's, it's, it's cycle, bound, cycle back around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's bound to come back around at some point. We're going to go back to our dark colors. Um, but I am going to paint the bathroom cabinets because I'm tired of having bathroom cabinets that really aren't functional because I don't put anything in them. Cause I'm like, we haven't painted them yet. So I don't want to put anything in them. And so I need more storage because as you know, I have a lot of products and so right. it's time. So, so what's the color? What are you going to use? Well, the color. Okay. So what I decided to do, and I don't know why this didn't occur to me sooner. So I had started thinking about, remember years ago when I painted my old kitchen Island with the Annie Sloan chalk paint? Yes. And that was so easy because it truly is like it's chalk paint. So it's easier to paint. So I was like, you know what? I can do that same thing on the bathroom cabinets. So I didn't get the Annie Sloan, but our little hardware store up here has, I think it's called Amy Howard and it's the same concept. It's chalk paint. It's, it's one step. And so I got ballet white, which is just a true white, white. 
um, which is what all our trim and everything in there is. And the countertops are like a marble quartz kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I'm going to paint those and then I'm going to go get us some bigger mirrors to hang over where our sinks are because we have these really tiny mirrors. I don't know why I did that years ago. And so we need bigger mirrors. And so, cause I can't see anymore in the little mirror. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's as far as I've gone. I may commit to getting like some sort of white coverlet duvet thing for our bed just to brighten stuff up, okay. but I can't, I don't know. Um, so anyway, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. Um, we'll see where it goes. Well, I- I used in my office at school, I used chalk paint. I, of course, did not have any chalk paint. My friend Heather naturally did because she always has stuff like that. You know, she's got three or four shades of chalk paint. Um, and she's got, you know, all kinds of home improvement things at her disposal because uh-huh. she's organized. And so she brought me several colors of chalk paint. And she and her daughter, Caroline, painted the chest in my outer office. And then I did the second coat on it. And then um, anyway, but I used it on some old end tables and some, and a coffee table. And it really is a miracle worker. Like it's yeah. crazy how well it goes on. And it just, it it's a game changer. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I feel. I'm like this, that becomes so much easier than doing. Cause like when, when our kitchen cabinets were painted, it's like, I got this Benjamin Moore like oil-based something, but I'm like, those are kitchen cabinets. And these to me, I'm like, mm-hmm. and that, and the chalk paint really held up well on our old kitchen Island. So I'm like, you know, we can touch it up if we need to, and it's fine. So, um, that just feels like a better solution. Um, so anyway, so that's my plan right now. Well, I know that if you actually start, I will not hear from you because if you actually start to paint those cabinets, you will go in deep Yep, and you will go in like that, that will be your mission Yep, and you will not come up for air until it's finished. Oh, hold on one second. I'm sorry. What? I know. I can't understand. Should we get me up? Oh, no, because I've already made everything. Yeah, we're good. Okay. All right. Sorry. Perry was asking me something. I didn't know what he was asking. Good Lord. He just went outside. <laughs> um. I, I, I'm assuming it was, <laughs> it was really urgent. I'm assuming it was. It was. Well, and I couldn't even because he just came back in, and now he just went back out. I'm like, what? I'm podcasting. Like, what are you doing? But but why do you still want to look at me and go? Do you? He literally like mouth to me, which he could have said like, I have a farm in Africa. I was like, what? It's like I I've got on earphones. I don't understand anything. Would you like to go build some organizational shelves? Can I interest you in putting together a shelving system for me? Oh. It makes me so happy. Listen, you can leave all this in. I don't even care. Um, so okay. What, what do okay. You want I it? will. Yeah. I will. Because you know what? It's going to bring somebody joy. <laughs> it's going to bring somebody joy. We're all in it. Here's Actually, what I'm going to tell you. The grass uh-huh. is never greener. It's all just grass. We're all just living on grass. That's my lesson for the day. Uh, so, no, he wanted to know if I needed any meat out of the freezer. And I don't. I don't need any meat out of the freezer. I'm going to choke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
my, I mean, I need you to know I'm sitting at my kitchen desk with my microphone stationary on the desk with my headphones on. I could not look, I mean, I could look more professional, but this is about as professional as it looks around here. You were, you were not in the bean bag. You no. were not in the bean no, bag. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I have upgraded from the bean bag and I know the importance of a stationary mic. And here I am. <laughs> And somebody still wants to ask me if I need any meat out of the freezer. Oh, it makes me so happy. Oh. Makes me so happy. Good night. So, Golly. Oh. So anyway, I'm so, so what sorry. else? Well, you're correct. No, it's fine. That, Are you kidding me? I'm delighted. <laughs> I'm delighted. So yes, I mm. will start painting those cabinets. And before you know it, you won't hear from me. It'll be next Friday. And you'll say, where are you? And I'll say, well, I'm retouching the trim in our bedroom because I ended up repainting the whole mm-hmm. thing. You know how this goes down. Yeah, it's a, mm-hmm, I do. It's a thing. I do. It's, it's contagious. Yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of the bedroom, I saw this thing. Did you read the report? I thought about you this week that I saw it on Twitter where they did the federal program where it was what the federal recommendations Um, were for how we should keep our thermostat set for the best energy savings. Listen, I don't know who the fool is who thought that 82 degrees was suitable for a (laughs) bedroom at night. I mean, what on earth? I mean, to sleep. I, I don't, I can't tell you how many people sent me that and said, have you seen this? Uh-uh. Do you know? Listen, I'm going to tell you that a 25 cube organizer has got nothing on a, te- on a, on a thermostat set to 82 degrees when I'm trying to go to sleep. No, ma'am. You want to talk about something that would send you to the counselor's office. Oh, I mean, I'd be I'm going to tell you. It would send me to some sort of I asylum. I couldn't cope. 82 while you're sleeping. I wanted to say, dear sir, I believe even Satan sets the thermostat <laughs> to 75 when he sleeps. I mean, 82. If there has ever been something that to me tells me I need to make sure that I keep the government out of my personal business, it's that. It's the fact that somewhere there are people that want to say that we should sleep at 82 degrees and then keep it at 78 during the day while you're gone. So I'm like, so we're going to crank it up to be even hotter when we're trying to sleep than it is during the day when we're not home. And, and I here's my theory. And I have been I have advocated this for years in my own home. This whole bumping the thermostat up and down business, oh, we're going to be gone. Let's turn it up. Uh-huh. Oh, we're the amount of energy it takes to get it cool when you get home. Yes. Just leave it at a reasonable temperature all the time. I but agree. all this what making it run for forever and ever and ever trying to cool it down, putting it up to 82 at night. Oh, that's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So I don't know who these mm. people were that did this study, but it was a waste of their time. It was absolutely ludicrous. Nobody wants to sleep with it at 82, not even my grandparents. And they used to sleep with it so hot, but even their house was like a, a cool 78 compared to 82. That's ridiculous. Right. Yeah, I think I think Daddy keeps his on seventy six, which for me is warm. But yes. it's 80, 80 two is your airs broken, is what that is. That's exactly right. Anyway, like eighty two is you're waiting on a repairman to get uh-huh. to your house because it's eighty two degrees inside. Yeah, I mean it's ridiculous. <sighs> I mean that's not even that's not even remotely a temperature. I mean I don't know anybody that wants to sleep with it at that temperature. And listen, I know there are people all over the world who sleep in unair conditioned spaces. My parents yes. did not have air conditioning when they were growing up. I understand that. It's just when you're conditioned to something. That's right. Then it it feels a little, it, it feels 
a little disconcerting maybe when you think when somebody's trying to tell you that the standard is much much higher than what is actually comfortable. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So that was that. I also spent a lot of time this past weekend because we were in the car. I have now listened to all of Taylor Swift's new album multiple times. I have listened. I listened for the first time yesterday. I've only listened to it all the way through one time. Okay. So tell me, what are your thoughts? I mean, I, I don't remember a lot of details, but I thought based on what I listened to, that one time, I mean, uh-huh. I thought she's a really good songwriter. I yeah. just think she's really creative and inventive and you can tell she's grown up and yeah. I enjoyed it. I know. Me too. I, I did have, indeed. I have really liked it. Mm-hmm. Caroline and I agreed. We felt like reputation was a blip. We didn't really, neither one of us ever really embraced the reputation album like we had others, but we felt like this harkened back to the best of red in 1989. Like it's, It's Mm -hmm. got that, like there's upbeat songs, there's slow songs. There's, of course, the song with the Dixie Chicks, which about put me in the bed because it's very beautiful, Mm -hmm. but it's very sad. Um, But Mm -hmm. it's a good mix of old Taylor and and newish Taylor. And I I agree. I thought her her lyrics and her ability to write songs and be creative is really something. I really like it. I thought it was very, um, I don't know. I liked it. I liked it. It's got a mix of everything. Yeah, like, for example, when I listened to Reputation, I thought, I don't ever have to hear that again. Yes. I just, I just didn't love it. But this one, I was like, oh, I will listen to this. This is, this is good music to have on. I enjoy this. And I love 1989. It was probably my favorite of all of them. Yeah. But, but I say, yay, Taylor. Good for you. I know. I thought she did a really good job. I know. I thought it was really good. And it's got, like, it's very, um, it's very boppy. So I like it. It is. Uh Yeah. So very happy. And I like it. You can tell that she was in love when she wrote it. Um, oh, you can for sure tell she was in uh-huh. love when she wrote it. Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. She was, she was not assembling a 25 cube no. organizer no. when she wrote that album. No. Nobody was asking her if she needed to get meat out of the freezer when she was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> not even happening. So they were in the. What I really love, though, is the whisper. I love the whisper. Yeah. Like, I'm just, just. I just need a minute. (laughs) Quick, just a quick question. (laughs) It makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. Hey, y'all, it's me all by myself in the middle of the podcast because I want to remind you about something. A couple of months ago, Melanie and I went back through some of the things that we've recommended over the last few years or things we've been borderline obsessed with the last few years. It's a lot of stuff and we put it all in one place in our Amazon store and you can get that store at any point in your day or your week and you can look through some of the things that we really love you can do that at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo we change things up a lot we we move things in and out as we find new things to love but it's all right there amazon.com slash shop slash big boo also at the end of this episode there will be an excerpt from last month's Closer Look episode on Patreon. It will be a different segment than what you may have heard a few weeks ago, but it will give you an idea of the kind of things that we are doing over there. So we hope you'll listen. We'd love to see you at both places. Amazon.com slash shop slash Big Boo and Patreon.com slash Big Boo. Alrighty, here we go. Back to episode 151. 
Okay. Anything else going on? Any other exciting? Well, I had a news. Well, and- I don't know if this is news. Have you watched the Southern Charm first part of the reunion yet? I have not. Okay. Here's, you need to watch it first of all. I'm going to tell you that I got two takeaways. Well, I got three takeaways from it. Number one, I think Shep either made some editor or producer of the show very angry this year because he either has turned out to be a terrible person or he is getting portrayed as a terrible person. Like, he's no longer our lovable fraternity boy from Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's Mm -hmm. it just feels where you're like, it's almost like they cast him. He's the new Thomas Ravenel where you're like, why is the old guy mm. hanging out with the, why is the old guy hanging out with all the young kids? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it just, it wasn't his best look. I'm going to say on the reunion show. And really this season, I felt like a lot of times it wasn't good for him. Sure. Right. Um, the other thing was, is that there at the beginning, it just shows, you know how on the reunion shows now they'll show like clips of the dressing room where it's like people kind of getting ready for the show and like they're bringing in their dresses yes. and they're like, are you ready? Um, I was very fascinated when they clipped, uh, they showed Austin and he had two hair clips in his hair. Like he was getting his hair in place, like where it was going to lay down some cowlicks or something before he went on. Like, cause he took him out for the show, but he was sitting there with this and he was having kind of a serious conversation and he had those two clips in his hair like barrettes I mean they were like like barrettes kind of I'm so interested in that because at some point here's what that tells me well it could have been I guess the hairstylist but it makes me think that at some point Austin realized this is what works yeah this is how this is what works for me yeah good for Mm -hmm. him I mean I you know I can't go out in public unless I first pulled my hair back in a clip yeah and sprayed it and I need about five minutes of my hair in a clip and then I will take it down and it will behave. But if yeah. I don't get that critical clip moment with the hairspray, I, 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 I mess with it all day long, especially like the part in front of my mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. And so, and you know, when you think his ex-girlfriend Madsen, she is a hairdresser. So maybe <laughs> she told him. Madison may have been the one who, who shared that tip with him. Yeah. That said, may- hey, if you clip that down, it won't stick up. Mm-hmm. Madsen. That's right. Madison, well, I've, we, like I said, we've been through a whole thing and I haven't even told you about it because I just didn't know if it was, if it was right to share it or, oh. or, or what, but, but about, about a month ago, David decided that we were going to get rid of our, our U-verse oh. or he said, he said, he, he said, he said he would like for us to try other options besides the U-verse. Oh, I can't believe this is the first I'm hearing of this. Well, because, you know, there's all this stuff now, people that, you know, everybody's got a system where they've beaten the, the, the cable company. Oh, I know. Everybody's got a way where they've, you know, they've gotten a sling TV yes. or they've, they've got Roku or they've got a fire stick or they've got, but everybody is trying to figure out how to, how to, how to beat yeah. the cable companies at mm-hmm. their game. Yeah. And so he was like, you know, I've done some research and I think that we need to try YouTube TV, and then we need to try Hulu. Okay. And I was like, okay, I will. That's fine. Because here's the thing: I watch just about everything on my computer. Yes. Now, I, all my Bravo shows I watch on the DVR on the television, but anything else, if whatever I'm watching on Netflix or whatever, I watch on the computer. Uh-huh. So it doesn't matter to me, like where I where I get the shows. Yeah. I just want to see my shows. Yeah. So all that to say, we went through. Uh, so I. I looked at the YouTube option one time and I was like, I don't like it. I didn't like the way it was laid out. I I didn't like 
you couldn't get around commercials mm-hmm. if you DVR'd something. Mm, okay. So I was like, I don't like that. I said, but I'll, I'll be glad to try Hulu. Well, in the meantime, David calls and we were going to switch our cable to another company. And in the meantime, David calls AT&T to tell them that we're going to cancel. And they essentially offer us what we've had for I mean, a drastically discounted price if we oh. just stay with them. Oh, well, that is good information. So, yes. So because we'd actually gotten the other company actually came out and, and like brought us the the router and stuff for uh-huh. like we were we were really moving forward but then AT&T said we'll do it for whatever the price is discounted price or whatever and so all that to say during that period of time none of my shows were being DVR'd oh. because he had cleaned off the DVR with the in, anticipating that we were about to switch to something new uh. so I'm I've missed a little bit I haven't reprogrammed all my stuff back in there okay okay so because it's just been school time so I'm behind on Southern Charm. okay that was a very long story no that and we still have Everse. okay and you still have Everse. and so will you still use Hulu and do any of that or are you done with that I will. I mean, we're always going to have, I mean, we were going to do the Hulu has like a, you know, kind of like a, a streaming service yes. where you get your shows for a certain amount of money every month. But now I'll, I mean, I'll have Hulu to watch my Hulu shows, like my eleven ninety nine Hulu, but we're mm-hmm. not switching to any other. Okay. Okay. No more full. Yeah. Any other streaming service or anything like that. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what I need to do instead of research is just call AT&T and say, Hey, and then they're going to say, what are you going to do? And I'm going to say, I don't know, but I'm canceling. And then maybe they'll reduce my bill. Right. Or I mean, tell me or set up an appointment with somebody else and say, you've got somebody coming out yeah. to, to. That's true to you know install their service yeah and then I think that was the thing okay we were really we were really going to act on it yeah okay all right I think I'm that may be one of my maybe after I finish painting my bathroom cabinets that'll be my next project (laughs) (laughs) listen baby steps work yourself up to it yeah keep going keep going the uh other thing the third takeaway from the southern charm reunion was it Catherine Dennis? You remember she had on a lot of what I thought at the time were leather pants all during the Southern Charm season. Do you know she wore a lot of yes. black leather pants? Well, she revealed those are really just some $20 faux leather leggings that she gets off of Amazon. And so okay. I, or- all right. I ordered myself a pair <laughs> because <laughs> I had kind of wanted, and I had gotten mm-hmm. the Spanx faux leather leggings. And then when I got them in, I didn't really like them as much as I wanted to. I, okay. I don't know why. And so, and don't ask me why all of a sudden I decided after our last podcast that Catherine Dennis is all of a sudden like my style icon. <laughs> I I don't know. But I thought, well, I do kind of like the What's look it? of a shiny leather legging. Right? Okay. So I ordered mm-hmm. them. Yes. They came in. Um, and I'm going to say they're not half bad. I mean, they're they're not half bad. I think I may have to, I don't mean to sound like a fashion blogger. I may have to size down because they're a little bit big through my knees. <laughs> <laughs> I may need to get the triple XS because the XS is hanging yes, on me. You might need to. Um, mm-hmm, but I, yes. I'm not sure. It's a, little, it's a little big. But they don't fit. Mm-hmm. They don't, they, they kind of are a little, I wish they were a little tighter through like my, my knee and calf area. Um, I'm just, can we, I just want to fall this under things. Sophie Hudson has never said. <laughs> oh. Never, not one time 
in my life has it been necessary for me to say, I wish they were a little tighter in the knee and calf <laughs> area. I can't even wear boots. <laughs> so, well, so, so I, I'm, I'm alternately um, fascinated and somewhat envious of the situation you find yourself in. Well, with the, with the, the fake leather le- leggings. Well, I do like the way they look like they overall, I just, they need to be a little bit smaller, but then I'm afraid that cause they're high waisted. So I'm afraid if I go smaller, then it's really going to be a situation. And I'm like, maybe this, maybe for them to fit well all the way from top to bottom is a lot to ask of a $20 faux leather right. Amazon legging, you know? Well, that's true. It may be, but would you wear them if they're a little looser or do you feel like they look weird? I feel like they look a little weird. Like I feel like they need to be a little bit tighter because okay. then they start to look maybe a little, a little more leather pantsish, you know, than a legging. <laughs> and I, that's, I don't yes. want to go for yep. that look. Yes. Like I definitely want more of the streamline let legging look. Um, but they would definitely be, I will tell you this, they're definitely a cold weather item. Um, they're, okay. Yeah, I, I I can't imagine that they breathe at all. I can't imagine no, that. No, they don't. That, mm-hmm. and I'm a, it's a Ross Geller situation. It's a Ross Geller mm-hmm. situation. And I'm going to tell you, here was my first hint that when I went to buy them on the Amazon site, they're listed as the number one bestseller in women's novelty leggings. <laughs> that even a category because amazon has a category for everything novelty legging i know and i understand that you at one point had the number one book in modern american theology right. or something like that but still like i mean I yeah don't know. the novelty leggings well so, <clears throat> essentially what i bought are some leggings that other people might categorize as more like a halloween costume is is that what standing <laughs> is Yes. Yes. So you're going to get a smaller I'm gonna, size. Is I'm going to try a smaller them. size. I'm going to try them. And then worst case scenario, I send them back and they don't work out at all. But I just thought for $20, why not? I mean, it's worth a shot, you oh, know? Yeah. So, well, I think that's very exciting. The only, the only recommendation I have this week is I found myself last week at Sephora one night with none other, none other than Jamie Golden wow. herself, I can't even. which it was, I mean, it really is like, I mean, it's like going to a country with somebody who grew yes. up there. You know yes. what I mean? Like there's just, there's a level mm-hmm. of cultural understanding that you're not going to get from just a regular tour uh-huh. guide. And so w- we moved with such speed through those sections because I had a kind of a list of things that I was looking for, but I did buy, Jamie has talked about several times on her Insta stories about the Mark Jacobs eyeliner. And I don't, I don't even remember to wear eyeliner a lot of times. I'm just, I am not a person who's going to have like a carefully crafted makeup routine. We have talked about, I like skincare. I Uh don't love makeup. And so, but I, but I thought, after Jamie talked about how the Mark Jacobs would stay on all day, I was like, well, that seems, that seems like it might be worth trying. And so I have used it today's the third day. I think that I have used it and it is fantastic. I mean, it really does stay on. It's not super thick. The one I got is Jamie, of course, swatched them all Uh on her hand so we could see if anything was glittery or sparkly. And I got one that was not, 
because I'll be 50 in a month. And um, so, but it really is, it's great. It's, you, you can be really precise with it. It's, and it's, it stays on all day. It's the craziest thing because my eyeliner, when I do wear it is usually off by about 1030. Yeah. Just because I don't know, my eyes water or I rub around my eyes or whatever, but it's, it's yeah. really great. Okay. I really like it. Like I will go back and get other colors of okay. it. It's okay. Good. Well, you know, Jamie put that on her Insta story that the two of y'all were in Sephora that night and I messaged her and I said, I've mm-hmm. never been more envious of any situation. And she messaged me back, which made me think Jamie Golden knows me. She said, she said, it was fun. I feel like I could have gotten you to spend more money. And I thought, I, that's a sure bet. That is a yeah. sure she, enough bet that she could have gotten huh. me to spend more money. We looked at a lot of things, but but we looked at a lot of lip glosses. But I was like, I just, I don't uh-huh. love a lip gloss. I'm not going to, this lip gloss. And then there was one and I was like, oh my gosh, this lip gloss is $30. I'm not paying $30 for lip gloss. So I do think that she was disappointed that I only bought an eyeliner. Um we even went over to the drunk elephant stuff, but I had just bought my Sunday Riley stuff a couple of days before. Uh-huh. So anyway, she for sure could have gotten you to spend more money for sure. Well, I bought a couple of things from the Sephora sale last week. Um, so I got, I finally got, so I got the trio. I've been wanting to try you to keep talking about their vitamin C and Gully keeps talking about their Luna oil. And so I went on and I was looking and mm-hmm. they had a little, it's, it's a pretty good size. It's a, it's a trio of their, their CEO, whatever, brightening vitamin C and the Luna oil and their good genes, lactic acid. And they sell it as like a little set. I have seen and that. And so I yes. bought it and I've mm. been using it, but I'm telling you, I felt like two nights with that Luna oil and my face looked better. Like it is a miracle worker. Like it's so good. So I got that. And then the other thing I had been hearing about is Charlotte Tilbury makes this, it's called eyes to mesmerize, which is really always my goal. Um, and it's a, <laughs> but it's a cream eyeshadow, like a, um, and it's like, and a little pot oh. and it comes in different colorways, but it's got all these colors kind of swirled in it. So when you put it, what got me is because I'm the worst about, I don't know how to do like precision eye makeup, like in terms of like a light shadow and then a medium shadow and then you contour. But what it does is you just kind of put it on your eyelid and it just, it gives the illusion of like that you have a complicated eye situation going on, but it's just because it's all the different colors and it just kind of swirls in. It's really pretty. And they have all kinds of different, like I got the Marie Antoinette, which is like an oyster gold. So it's like a deeper, but they have like a rose gold Mm -hmm. and they have a gold gold and different tones depending on your skin color and all that stuff. I'm getting that. Do you, do you put it on with, with a brush or with your finger? Um, well, I've put it on with my finger, but I definitely need to get some sort of a little brush, I think would be more, um, because as Jamie Golden has taught me, I don't want my bacteria to get in there and infect my pot of eyes to mesmerize. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I feel like I need to get a little brush just to put it on and it definitely stays better, especially in this heat. I feel like, um, I've tried it and then I did my eye primer. Like I just put a little bit of like primer and it stays on much better when you put a little bit of eyeshadow primer under it. Okay. That's very exciting. Mm -hmm. But it's good. And you know, we're, that's, that's a good, a creamy eyeshadow is a good thing for our age group. Yes. Uh Yes. I have, I have read that many times. 
Yeah. So well, I'm going to, I'm going to look online and get me some. Yeah. It's pretty good. I've, I'm a fan. I've used it the last couple of days and I like it. And it's, it eliminates a lot of like figuring out different colors and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Well, I, what a note to end on. What a, what an encouragement as we close this week's episode. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what more you could ask for. Seriously. Uh-huh. All righty. Well, we, um, we'll be back soon, but as yes, always, we we've, we've loved spending this time with you and we're so, so grateful that you listen. Yep. Thanks everybody. I'm going to go see if I need to get any meat out of the freezer. <laughs> okay. We'll talk to y'all later. All right. Bye everybody. Bye. There's a a part of the documentary where he goes back to the high school where he finished and he's Uh talking to the kids who are there now. And one of the things he said to them, it reminded me of Anne Lamott, um, who has a thing she says a lot about writing really terrible first drafts. He was like, Uh write, write all the bad songs, like write bad songs because get those out of your system. Like get all your hokey bad songs out of your system to make room for the good stuff that's going to come out. And I thought about that was kind of for me, as a person who likes to write, that was the beauty of the blog. Like I got so much stuff out of my system, so many silly stories, so many stories that maybe I wouldn't have wanted to put in a book, but I kind of got all that stuff out of my system over the course of seven or eight years. Um, But to, to make way now for the stories that I feel like I really want to tell, I don't know. There was something that was sweet about that, that I loved. Well, and I think that that's so, because I think when people talk to me and even this friend that I had dinner with the other night, we were talking about writing. I said, it really, it's such a cliche thing. And I said, but I do see where to be a good writer, you have to write. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and it was, it's interesting because I was like that, the blog, like if you go back to the days of when I blogged every day, like that developed a writing muscle in me that I had, but I hadn't used on a regular basis in a long time, like how to formulate a story, how to write a story. Um, and it does it, it not only, but it helps you like, I never could have written books without the blog because I never would have found my real writing voice and like, right. oh, I want to tell a story or a better way to, to tell a story. And it's like, you have to continue to keep that. And I thought, and this is kind of getting on a tangent of another show, but the new season of comedians and cars getting coffee. Right. Um, I don't know if you've watched any of it yet, but, um, the first one is Jerry Seinfeld is with Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. uh, and they're talking about their days of doing stand up. Um, and you know, now Eddie Murphy does all these other things and he's a huge celebrity and does voiceovers or whatever. But he said, I let that stand up comedian muscle. Like he said, I let that muscle atrophy and I can't, he said, I don't think I can get it back. Oh, um, he was like, I don't, he said, I would, I would love to do that. He said, but what that required, he said, it's been so long since I've done that. He said, if you let it go for too long, he said, I I don't know that I could get it back or that I want to work hard enough to get it back. Um, and that kind of like, challenge me in my writing where I was like, that's something that you can't take for granted. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's my version of being an athlete where it's like, you can't sit around for two months and do nothing and expect to get back up and be great. I mean, it's, right. it's something that you've got to continuously work on. And I think that's what we saw with Ed Sheeran. It's like, he's continuously working on it. And like he, he had a guitar in his hand at all times. 
Like he yeah. constantly doing it. I, um, I, when you were saying that, I thought about, I don't know, it was probably a year ago. And I got a text one day from a guy that I used to teach when he was in 11th and 12th grade. And he's, he's finished college now, but he sent me this text and it said, this is all it said, boo mama. I think I want to write a book. And <laughs> so I wrote him back and said, well, get to it. Like there. <laughs> Yeah, start writing. Yeah, there's a whole thing where like we psych ourselves out so much and think of all the excuses why we shouldn't do the thing that we really love to do or the thing we really want to do. And there comes a point where you have to pick up the guitar or you have to or, or you have to just start writing. And so I think just like Chef's Table always reminds me that that so much of what I do is practice like you just Mm -hmm. have to practice the thing and do the thing. And I don't know, I'm just grateful to Ed Sheeran, despite the when your legs don't work like they used to before. That's right. Like <laughs> I would consider that maybe not the best thing to say, but he kept writing and he kept at it and um, made did. something really beautiful, not just in this album, but this documentary is, it's really just gorgeous. And so Highly, highly recommend. 